0: one of the biggest days of the nba calendar a pivotal point around the league and maybe for your miami heat will they make a trade or add a key young contributor we go through a mock draft and some hypothetical trades to get you ready for draft day on today's edition of locked on heat
1: you are locked on heat your daily miami heat podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team
0: every day
1: All right, welcome to Locked On Heat, your daily podcast on the Miami Heat. I'm Wes Goldberg here with David Lemille. However, you might be tuning in on YouTube, Podi, your favorite podcast app. Thanks so much for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. All right, a new concept here, so bear with me. All right, we're going to try something new here. It's kind of going to be two shows in one. First show, mock draft picks one through eighteen. Who are the Miami Heat going to take uh, on Thursday night's NBA draft? We're going to get there. So that's the first show. Pretty straightforward. The second show that we're going to be doing at the same time, basically, is fake trades involving the Miami Heat and every team choosing ahead of them in the NBA draft. So I thought it would be fun because people love mock drafts. People love fake trades. We're combining the two concepts. Uh, But more importantly, David, it's a way for you and I to share what it is that we've been hearing, talking with people around the league, about what's going to happen tonight and what's going to happen maybe even this offseason just some of the things that have been buzzing and going around so let's just jump right in number one pick no drama victor wimbanyama goes to the san antonio spurs uh here's my fake trade involving the miami heat and the spurs okay are you ready so people this is this is how people hopefully understanding how this is going all right all right miami gets doug mcdermott and zach collins and the Spurs get Kyle Lowry. And I love this for the Spurs because you're bringing Victor Wembanyama in. If you can have a legit like pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop partner with him and Kyle Lowry, you could show him the ropes, uh, would love to be coached by Greg Popovich. I'm sure Kyle Lowry would if he was going to go anywhere. Kind of be the veteran on that team that they don't really have to kind of bring Victor Wembanyama in. And if there's an organization in the entire league that appreciates what veterans can do for young players it's the San Antonio Spurs that much we know for sure. And then on Miami's side, you get a shooter like McDermott and then you get a guy like Zach Collins who they liked in the pre-draft process. Uh, I think he kind of fits that Kelly O'Linick, Myers Leonard, Kevin Love kind of <laughs>
0: tall white guy who could shoot threes mold. Um I'm not sure about the threes, but yeah, I mean, tall white guy certainly fits the bill. But he's got a little more, more athleticism. Trip. I like. I, I like. I like the potential of him because he's he's cheap and I think he's still young. He's gone through some nagging injuries and things of that sort. I know you like. Yeah, him both of them are crazy. expiring contracts. Yeah. No. I mean, it makes a lot of sense for Miami. It's a it's a good deal. I mean, he's a thirty four percent three point shooter. Why'd you say he can't shoot threes? I don't think he shoots them very often. What's the volume on that?
1: It's like two a game. I mean, he's a center and he barely got any okay. playing time in Portland. Yeah.
0: No. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a mid-range shot there he's got a little bit more pop around the basket uh and i think miami would find a way to maximize him there so that i mean that's the, the key addition for Miami is that another chance to add a young big body yep. uh, because they're probably going to lose uh Yard your they're probably not going to try to resign cody zeller etc so uh you're going to already have a thin back or front court as it is so why not add somebody through uh, a draft day trade so I, I don't know. Um, from San Antonio's perspective, do they prioritize getting that kind of veteran presence in Kyle? We'll see. That that well, yeah. I mean,
1: you know, that's yeah. why it's a fake trade. But you get no doubt. two expiring contracts with McDermott and Collins and then he'd save eight million dollars also, which I think I like here. And if you're the Spurs, you've got tons of cap space that you're not gonna like they're not gonna use this cap space unless they're taking on unwanted salary. Maybe they ask for a pick in that deal. I don't know. I think Lowry actually would provide quite a bit of value to them and it doesn't, like, McDermott and Zach Collins don't do anything for them, especially after dra- drafting Web and Yama, right? So, um, I don't know. I like the trade for both sides. All right. Second team. Second mock draft. Second trade. Charlotte, here's where the drama really begins. Mm. It sounds like all the reporting right now is that the Hornets are going to take Brandon Miller. I like Brandon Miller fine. I love Scoot Henderson. I don't get it, but whatever. More power to you, Charlotte. You're in the same division as the Miami Heat. Go ahead and screw this up. Take Brandon Miller. um
0: Again. Again, yeah. Again, screw this up again. Like they they've they have they they screwed up the draft a number of times already. I mean, oh yeah. Michael Jordan team building, not exactly something you put together in the right sentence. Selling the team, by the way, while
1: this draft is happening to a mi- who was a minority stake owner in the team, is now buying out Michael Jordan's shares. So Michael Jordan is gonna be still part of the team as a minority stakeholder while the old minority stakeholder is the now majority stakeholder, or will be, depending on when this goes down. So who's really the owner in charge of this draft is a very interesting question happening in well, he says right now.
0: Uh, with the latest report is that he's still going to get uh, veto power over, or, or final say in, in the draft selection process. So For this draft or going forward? For this draft, for this okay. draft. All right, well, there it is.
1: Good for Charlotte, yeah. I guess. Have They're fun with Brandon go. Miller. I think Brandon, Hadley, Charlotte, yeah. nothing I mean, against yeah, Brandon Miller. I think Brandon Miller's going to be a good player. He fits today's NBA, 6'8", long wing, who could ball, handle the ball, shoot the ball, play great defense. I think Brandon Miller's going to be a very good player. But I'm not passing up on Scoot Henderson if it was up to me. But it's not. It's up to Michael Jordan, apparently. All right, um, here's Big my trade. Uh, Miami gets... Kai Jones, their backup center that they drafted a couple years ago and never used. Yeah. James Booknight, their backup guard Ooh. that they drafted a couple years ago and never used.
0: Ooh.
1: And our friend Cody Martin. And, oh. the, Hornets get, and the Hornets get Duncan Robinson. So the oh. Hornets get a guy who makes sense – for what they want to do with LaMelo ball, get up and down. You want LaMelo to have somebody that could shoot threes. Currently they have nobody that does that outside of Terry Rozier, who could barely get on the court for them sometimes. And by the way, plays the same position as LaMelo ball. So you get Duncan Robinson. I think he'd be a very good fit for what they're trying to do there. And for Miami, you get to take a flyer on two lottery picks and Kai Jones and James Booknight. You get to bring in Caleb's twin brother, Cody Martin uh, into the fold. Cody Martin, who spent the entire playoffs being around the Miami heat. And you could tell he loves him some heat culture i'm sure he would love this kind of deal um and for the and moreover you're you're taking flyers on some some low-end players but you're getting off the duncan robinson salary you're saving some money and you're getting like these kind of chunky salaries that are either going to expire sooner than duncan robinson's or could be used in other moves where you could kind of stack up salaries and things like that i honestly don't love it but this one was hard to figure out the charlotte one was hard to figure out
0: yeah it's it's tricky um I don't know how much Cody wants to move on from that situation, but the chance to play with his brother, I guess, is probably a pretty high one. And and he does like the Heat culture and everything else like that. I'm sure he's heard nothing but great things from Caleb. Uh, and the chance to continue to play together on the same team and compete for <laughs> something, uh, which is not something he was able to do in Charlotte, uh, has still yet has yet to sell, yeah has yet to taste the playoffs yeah. in the NBA. So I think he uh, he would certainly welcome a trade to Miami. Let's get Although, to the meaty part. Let's get to the meaty part of this. Yeah. All right. I was gonna say, departing from J. Cole is is a little tougher, but I, I, I there's
1: been enough J. Cole talk for me in my life. J. Cole overrated, and if people want to shut this podcast off, go ahead. I just <sighs> oh, I can't no, get through a J. Cole song, man. It is so
0: you you boring. have alienated half so the boring. Heat roster. You've alienated forget forget our one on one with band. It makes in the me future. fall
1: asleep, man. It makes me fall. Oh asleep.
0: Lord, now you're trying to do it on purpose. Oh okay. Yeah, that guy that guy let's was get, a, to, he, he gave us he gave Miami Caleb Martin like No,
1: first of all, that report was so overstated. Caleb Martin worked out for the Miami Heat twice because of Jay Cole and his it connection had, to- it was so it was such an overblown thing. They had wow. their um Come let's get on to on the meaty part of this Jordan. podcast. Yeah. Portland, what are they gonna do? All right, well, Nothing. if Scoot Henderson is on the board, they're taking Scoot Henderson. Um there have been people much closer to the Portland Trailblazers than either of us reporting that. It seems like, first of all, why wouldn't you take Scoot Henderson? Same question I asked Charlotte. They don't care. Portland is going to get a guy who could have gone number one last year probably and mm. is would probably go number one next year and maybe even the year after that, David. Scoot Henderson is that kind of prospect. And Portland, moving up from five, their pre-lottery position, to three, have a chance to get this kind of generational talent. Now, let's mm. also remember that when Damian Lillard and – Trailblazers general manager, Joe Cronin, made statements about, hey, we are going to do whatever we can to build a veteran supporting cast around Lillard so we can win now. That was before they moved up in the draft. That was before the lottery. Things have changed in Portland, and I think that much is obvious. Portland's going to take Scoot Henderson. Unless there's some crazy offer that they just cannot refuse on the table. They are taking Scoot Henderson at number three. What happens next? Um, We got the report today from Woj that uh, the Trailblazers have been turning down any calls about Damian Lillard. And my response to that is, of course they are. Because they haven't made the number three pick yet, and they have no idea what's going to happen. And if the Milwaukee Bucks call up and say, we'll give you Giannis for the number three pick, then they're going to take that and Damian Lillard stays in Portland. That is not going to happen, obviously, but that you kind of understand what I'm saying here. Um, I think that if they take Scoot Henderson, it's too good to pass up. You can't trade this pick. For I love Pascal Siakam. You can't trade this pick for Pascal Siakam. You can't trade this pick for O.J. Uh, Ananobi. You can't trade this pick for Mikhail Bridges. You can't trade this pick if Scoot Henderson is on the board for a whole lot of what's in the NBA right now. And so it just makes sense that we're heading to a point where they're going to take Scoot and they're going to say, look, we couldn't turn this down. He's that good of a talent. Lillard knows Scoot Henderson. They've been in contact. He knows what kind of talent he is. He's probably going to understand that. But then the ball is going to be in his court. And they're going to say, what do you want to do? Do you want to hang around? That's also, out,
0: being it's also being a little overstated. That's also being a little overstated, the kind of connection between. Like one report is like they've been in connection with each other. They've been in contact with each other. Another video interview was as Scoot basically saying, yeah, it was great to see him at the workout and he dapped me up. And that's the extent of their conversation. It
1: does not mean that Damian Lillard wants to play with Scoot Henderson. And that's the way a right. lot of people are taking it. It, it does might not be mean calling
0: that- him to tell him, Hey, this is what you got to learn when you, you know, when you play for Chauncey, cause I'm on my way out and you're going to be here. So this is what you got to figure
1: yeah. out. Well, you We see veteran play. There's L- going to be 33 at the end of next month. Like, veteran players tend to take care of the next generation, especially yeah. when they recognize their game. You know what I mean? I think yeah, that's what, what, that's what's happening here with Damian Lillard and Scoot Henderson. So yeah, it does. It has, it has zero meaning behind like Lillard and Scoot Henderson want to play together. That, that is not what anybody should be reading into those reports. Um, so I do think we're heading towards a place where Damian Lillard is going to have to ask the Portland Trailblazers for a trade. And like I said yesterday, I know that it's been out there that Lillard would like to play for Miami or maybe like to play for Brooklyn if he wasn't playing for Portland. My sense is that once we get if we get to the point where Lillard requests a trade, that Miami would be the preferred destination over Brooklyn because Miami is ready to go right now in terms of winning a championship. And as much as we might like the Brooklyn Nets roster and I do like the Nets roster. It's you can't add a Damian Lillard into that and and com- expect them to be favorites in the East. But you put Lillard with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo Those are the favorites in the Eastern Conference. And Lillard knows that, right? And the Heat know that too. Um, And so I think we're getting to that point. So here's my trade. Here's my trade idea. Miami gets Damian Lillard, obviously. And Yusuf Nurkic. Don't cringe just yet. Don't cringe just yet. Portland gets Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, and three first-round picks. Why... Now I have no idea if this is what the trade could or would look like, but I'm throwing it out there because I like Brooklyn has those 11 first round picks that they could trade. One way to entice Portland's front office to be like, "Look, we understand you can get more picks from Brooklyn and probably better picks too from Brooklyn because we're always good because we're the Miami Heat. What if we took Nurkic off your hands? Would it make it easier for you to swallow the deal and 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 turn down a Brooklyn Nets deal if it was offered in that way?" That could be maybe some sort of sticking point for me. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and I would do it. By the way, I would oh, I would do in just follow the Nurkic contract and like, all right, we've dealt with bad contracts before. We'll figure it out.
0: I think. Look between his injury and uh, the crap that he's had to deal with in Portland, there's potential there, and I and I think they like a guy who's been who has that kind of attitude. He's certainly confident. Um, you know, he wanted to be the starter of Nikola Jokic. You know, that's what that's the kind of confidence he had. Uh, when he was member of the Denver Nuggets, so I, I think I think it'd be a good fit here. They they like those type of personalities in Miami. Uh, they just need to they need to get him to understand that he needs to make a full time commitment. That's the problem though with Nurk. He likes to get after it, and I, I don't know if the the South Florida uh, let's say uh, extracurricular activities might be too much for him to turn away. But you know that's a that's a chance Miami might be willing to take if they can get Dame Lillard on the roster.
1: Could the Miami Heat move up? In the draft, we're going to talk about that next here on Locked on Heat. Today's episode of Locked on Heat is brought to you by Bird Dogs, and the pitch is simple. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Instead, Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a waist fit without having to sacrifice movement. Plus bird dogs uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I love my bird dogs. And in the summer you need a few go-to pairs of shorts. Mine are bird dogs. They sent me the uh, gray pair that I've been really enjoying lately. goes with every color t-shirt that I own. So that's great. You can get them too. All you have to do go to bird dogs.com slash locked on NBA and enter the promo code locked on NBA for a free Yeti, style tumbler i'm actually drinking out of it right now yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on nba for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you thanks again for making locked on heat your first listen every day every dayers make sure that you tune in tonight after the draft when david and i will be breaking down what the heat do at number 18 and of course we'll be reacting to any trades that might take place so make sure you're subscribed on youtube and your favorite podcast app all right Let's go through these a little bit quicker, David. Uh, Houston, number four. They pick a man Thompson out of the uh, OT Elite thing. Um, Here's the trade. The Rockets get Miami's number 18 pick. And the Heat get a future first rounder via Brooklyn. So Houston has some of those Brooklyn picks from the James Harden trade way back then. Why do they do this? Why do the Heat do this? Well, the Heat can trade their 2023 first, 2027, and 2029 as long as they lift protections on that OKC pick. But if they want to keep a future first for after the draft, they could trade this pick for a future pick, potentially. And I wonder if Houston would be amenable to that. Because they're trying to add talent now and all these things. They got a ton of future firsts. Um they want to get good now under Ime Aduka. So I don't know. It's just it's 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 a thought because I think Miami's pick would have more value if they can't engage with Portland or any other team for a star on draft night. Do you just kick the can down the road and say, "Hey, let's just trade this 18th pick"? Because if we use this pick now, even the player that we take there, even though he's never played an NBA basketball game, has less value than sort of the future pick later. So that's the trade I came up with, Houston.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan. Okay, I know you're trying to figure out, figure it out, but the Rockets are good. tough, man. They've. <laughs> <doesn't... laughs> Yeah, um, uh, I just wasn't interested in Kevin Porter Jr.'s
1: contract. Kenyon
0: Martin Jr. I think that's the one that everybody would like here. Is he still under he, contract? He is
1: under one year. I like the only thing that makes sense though is a Haywood Highsmith swap, and that I think you would rather have Highsmith and K Kmart Jr. Like I don't, I don't, don't know. So I don't know about
0: that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's an option.
1: Uh, number five, Detroit. They take Jarris Walker. Um, he seems to be moving up draft boards lately, so that might be a little bit of a a, a stretch for some, but. Sounds like the Pistons like him. Here's the trade. Miami gets big stew, Isaiah Stewart, and three second-round picks. And the Pistons get Victor Oladipo and the 18th pick in the draft. So Isaiah Stewart is up for an extension. The Pistons have James Wiseman and Jalen Um, They can move up to 18 with a few second-round picks. They get out of having to pay Isaiah Stewart. The Heat get a front court partner potentially with Bam Adebayo or somebody who at least theoretically fits next to Bam, and the Heat yeah. save four million dollars. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't know, but I think I mean <laughs> you're not getting anything out of Oladipo. Stewart's right. okay. I mean, I, I like the I like the intensity, but uh I don't think he really brings all that much other than. Yeah, look, he kills Miami for all yeah. in all fairness. Good rebounder, always, versatile yeah. ish
1: defender. He can shoot threes.
0: Yeah. Kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess all that. right.
1: Orlando, number six. They take um Asara Thompson, um, Amen Thompson's twin brother. And here is the trade. Miami gets Gary Harris and Orlando gets Duncan Robinson. The Heat save five million dollars. I don't love it. But that's all I can come up with.
0: Okay. Harris is a good three point shooter. Um okay. A little smaller, yeah. No, he's not Duncan Robinson. Yeah, he's he's not that kind of shooter, and he's had some injury issues in the past. But he's a good vet. He's looking for a good opportunity. He's like a he's a nice player, but uh, not an expiring
1: contract too.
0: Yeah, that's basically it.
1: Yeah, Um, I don't think Orlando or Miami would do that. For the record, but it's what I could come up with. All right, Indiana Pacers take Taylor Hendricks. Go Knights. Uh, The trade is. Miami gets Buddy Heald and the 29th pick in this. Tra- oh, wait, no. Didn't they just trade that one? Whichever one is the one they didn't trade, the 26th pick or whatever. Uh, that's what the Heat get. The Pacers get Duncan Robinson at number 18. So the Heat upgrade from Duncan to Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald's also on expiring, but they have to move down in the draft to do it.
0: Uh, so what's the benefit for Indiana then? Moving up to 18.
1: To... Okay. And but and they know, Buddy Heald's not resigning there probably, so. Probably you don't get if you're the Pacers, you're not like getting free agents. I think Duncan Robinson fits next to Halliburton and Benedict Matherin. Oh. There's a lot of three point shooting. They want to take threes. Oh,
0: yeah. Former uh, former JJ Redick podcast co-host, right? I mean, that's a uh, they're all part of that network, so I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, hey, who sure, else I could was? See it. <laughs>
1: who? Who are you talking about? Who's the other co-host?
0: Tyree, uh, yeah, uh, oh, Halliburton. Halliburton? Oh, yeah. I don't know he did that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been there. He's been uh, he's a uh, their correspondent. I don't know whatever that means. It doesn't matter. Correspondent. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, basically was his title. Um, and, and I know Duncan's going to be popular in Indiana for sure. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, number eight, the Washington Wizards. They're
1: going to select Anthony Black. That's my guess um, on the draft night. Huh. Uh, I like him for them. Word is that they like him. Here's the trade. Miami gets Chris Paul, and the Washington Wizards get Kyle Lowry and Nikola Jovich. Oh! Um, The the Wizards just traded Kristaps Porzingis to Boston for salary and picks. Vito. Vito. The the Wizards are are in the business of taking on expiring salary and getting young players or picks back. And if you're the Heat, you get Chris Paul. You don't like it?
0: No. Why don't you like it? I don't know. Is Paul substantially better than Kyle Lowry? That's the thing. No, I don't see it. And then you're sacrificing Yovich to boot? No, sorry.
1: I probably wouldn't do yeah. it either. But it's interesting, Chris Paul in Miami. Nope. I
0: don't know. No. The, the Heat no. circled for the wagons
1: the hard on Chris Paul when he was getting traded from OKC yeah. to Phoenix.
0: That was different. That was different. That was three years
1: ago, too. Four years ago? Yeah, That was, yeah, difference. was yeah. a while ago.
0: It was pre-Lauer. E. He would have been the piece to, to make the yeah. change at that point in time when Goran was struggling and everything else like that, and he had just gone through the plantar fascia issue, they were looking for a trade for that. Um, Yeah, no, I I don't see any way that that trade gets finished. But anyway, let's keep going here.
1: Utah has a surprise pick. They take Kobe Bufkin out of Michigan, uh, and here's the trade. Your friend, Kelly Olenek, is involved. Yes. Miami gets Kelly Olinick, Utah gets Duncan Robinson in a future second-round pick. The Heat saves $6 million, and this is like – the 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 poor man's version of what the Celtics and the Wizards just did, where the Celtics moved a guard where they had a little bit of redundancy for a mm-hmm. front court player for a position of need for them. Kind of the same thing happening here with Miami and Utah. Miami moves a position of redundancy with Duncan Robinson, and then they bring in some front court help with Kelly Olinick.
0: I uh, I had a trade for the Jazz as well. Okay. Uh Kyle Larry to Utah in exchange for Colin Sexton and Kelly Olinick, and they swap picks. Hmm. So for so Miami taking nine? on, yeah, for Miami to take on Sexton's uh, contracts, because I think he's. Is that looked really... at, is that viewed as a negative asset at this point? I think so. I think so. I, I think they he, he wasn't even, he was coming off the bench, right? I don't think he's viewed as like a, a reliable uh-huh. player that they can continue to build on. He wasn't a part of what they were able to accomplish. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm probably overstating it to some of them, you know, but every three years, 17 and a half million dollars per year. You know, I could see them wanting to move off that contract. Uh, Linux is expiring, but you could probably buy out or just waive Lowry altogether, uh, and and, yeah. and become a free agent. So it makes a lot of sense for Utah too.
1: Let's do one more before we go to break and 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 finish up this mock draft hypothetical trade thing. Uh, mm. Miami and Dallas. Mm. Uh, there's been some reports that Dallas really likes Derek Lively the second. Derek Lively second really likes them. I had Grady Dick penciled into here, but then I saw all that stuff, so maybe it would be Derek Lively. Who knows? Whatever. Dallas takes one of them. Nobody cares. Miami gets Reggie Bullock, JaVale McGee, Mm. and the number 10 pick. Mm. And Dallas gets Victor Oladipo, the 18th pick, and our friend Caleb Martin. So the money there is exact... The Heat move up eight spots, and they avoid having to pay Caleb in a year. They get Reggie Bullock, who can kind of do some of those things in terms of playing on the wing. Uh, he's on an expiring. You deal with the JaVale McGee thing, I guess. But more importantly, you move up eight spots, and then maybe if you're the Heat, you get to take Grady Dick here, who would be a perfect fit for what it is that the Heat are trying to do. Pat Riley talking about, hey, we need shooting, ball handling, length, and versatility. That's Grady Dick. That's what he is, so... um is it That's worth giving up on Caleb Martin to move up eight spots and get him? That's the question.
0: That's a tough one. Um, I, uh, I'm i okay with it. I'm okay with it. I, we, we love Caleb. We appreciate everything he's done here. But I just wonder, I don't know how much more room there is for him to grow. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, especially after his performances in the postseason, that were so inconsistent. He had that really great run. And then, you know, it's a, a comment that Pat Riley made yesterday, like as the Playoffs continue, people start to figure out what it is you can do. I wonder how realistic it'll be to expect Caleb to take a leap next year the way he did this season. And as much as he was an impactful player and a great player, uh, if you can make some changes and still keep, you know, you can add some depth there with Bullock and, and McGee, and you can get a draft pick as well. I, I don't I don't mind the trade.
1: And you reset the uh, the salary structure part of it too, because like I said, Caleb's going to be up for an extension in a year. You're going to have to pay it's him rough. more than what you're paying him now. And if you get yeah. Grady Dick, now you're immediately, boom, reset it, rookie scale, contract extension stuff. That's rough. That's um, rough. There it is. So, um, all right. We have one more blockbuster coming up, David. We're going to do it next, but first tell listeners about our sponsor.
0: For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts or accessories, just head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check then another part will fit or you get your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit only available in US to U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. Thanks for making Locked Heat your first listen
1: every day. Make sure to join us tonight after the draft when David and I will be breaking down what the Heat do at number 18 and, of course, be reacting to any trades that go down. So make sure you're subscribed to YouTube or your favorite podcast app. All right, we got a blockbuster coming up. But before we do that, let's go to the 11th pick, the Orlando Magic take, Jalen hood Shafino. Love that pick for them. Uh, we already did an Orlando Magic trade, right? We did the Gary harris Duncan Robinson, so moving on. Oklahoma City at number 12 takes uh, – I'm going to butcher this, and I'm sorry. Bilal Koulibaly, the he, French guy. Um, here's the fake trade. Miami trades a future second-round pick to lift those protections on the 2025 pick. So that's it. That's. The, yeah. I know that everybody keeps talking about Miami is going to be able to trade that many picks once they lift protections, but it's going to cost them something, and we're kind of overlooking that part of it. The Heat can trade right now. They're 2024, 2027, and 2029 pick as long as they do lift those protections. Those protections are protected one through fourteen in 2025, and then become unprotected in 2026. You give them a future second rounder. Maybe it's both. Miami has two of them. Maybe it takes both of them. Uh, Whatever it is, do it. Lift the protections on that 2025 pick, so that becomes unprotected, and now you're able to trade that 2027 pick. So that's yeah. I've got
0: I've got Victor Ledipo going to OKC along with a future pick. Uh, probably lottery protected first rounder and Kenrick Williams coming back to Miami.
1: I don't know if that's worth it for Ken. I like Kendrick Williams. I was trying to figure out like a Kenrick Williams
0: deal. He makes a lot of sense for Miami in terms yeah. of length. He doesn't make a lot of sense in Oklahoma city. So for, for Oklahoma city, we saw them do that. They've done it a number of times. They took a, uh, Derek Favors. They took uh, Al yeah. Horford when everybody thought his career. As long was as done. they can get a,
1: as long as they can get a pick back. But if you're Miami, the opportunity cost of losing a first round pick, if you're trying to make like a Damian Lillard, type but it would be, it
0: yeah. would be. That's why you protect it the way you do, because you. I mean, well, first of all, Miami entering the lottery seems unlikely, especially if you're adding pieces to this core. Um, and but it's still, and so one it's less pick, pick that you have to trade. It's a pick that you probably wouldn't convey, though. Like it, it probably would never when? convey. What
1: so it'd be protected one like lottery protected, and then if it doesn't convey, it would just yeah become yeah. like protected pick yeah. the next year. With,
0: for Oklahoma City, they're at a point where they can't handle as many picks as they have anyway. So I don't it's just basically to unload. But you still wouldn't be able salary. to trade
1: it. You still wouldn't be able to trade that pick now, even if it doesn't convey later. You see you know what I mean? Why? So I don't know. I like the idea of Kenrick Williams, but kind of taking a pick off of the table for future for, uh, like a future pick off the table to use now in a trade. I don't know if Kendrick Williams is worth that. So, well, might be your know.
0: only chance at improving this roster.
1: Subtle moves, <laughs> West. Subtle moves. <laughs> Toronto at number thirteen takes Jordan Hawkins, the sharpshooter out of UConn, and here's the trade. I promised you a blockbuster. Oh, Toronto. Miami gets Pascal Siakam. Toronto gets Kyle Lowry, Kayla Martin, and two first round picks. Ooh. You do it. Knowing that this would be the move. This would be it. This would be the move. This would be your only. But it's it's just
0: Siakam line. straight up. Nothing else. No future pick or anything like that. No. Maybe
1: you maybe you can wrangle a future second rounder out of him. But that's, this is basically the trade, I think.
0: It's a fair trade. I don't know that Miami would do it. I don't know either. I really don't. Um, on the surface, it seems okay.
1: I mean, You would have to know Damian Lillard's not happening. Right. That's the only right. way you could do this trade. And again, I like the Siakam.
0: sacrifice of Caleb. Yeah. I mean, the sacrifice of Caleb is knowing again, you probably won't be able to resign him in a year. Yeah. And I as love Caleb Martin, Siakam but he's not contract. as good
1: as Pascal Siakam. Siakam's yeah. got one year left at like 36 million. So you're going to have to figure out some sort of extension now or feel comfortable about resigning him next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you would obviously retain his bird rights since you were getting him in a trade. So that's that there's no issue there. Mm-hmm. But I like Siakam. I'm pretty sure he's not a number one scorer on a championship team. I think we know that. Um, he's a borderline all NBA guy. He addresses your issues in the front court. He is a ideal partner next to Bam Adebayo. He is switchable defensively. You're not sacrificing anything on that end. And offensively, he can get you buckets and he could space the floor. He can even run some offense for you. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that that's the trade that puts me over the top. I don't know that that makes me feel pr- like better in the Eastern Conference than maybe some other marginal moves. Um, that could be done, but that's the blockbuster I came up with. Um, yeah. number fourteen, the New Orleans Pelicans team take Cam Whitmore, who slides. Mm-hmm. Miami, here's the trade: Miami gets Larry Nance Jr. and a 2024 first round pick, either from the Lakers or Milwaukee. The Pelicans oh uh, are are they have both of them, so basically Miami gets the pick. Um, the Pelicans get Victor Oladipo in this year's number 18 pick, mm-hmm. so they they. They trade their current first round pick at number 18 for a future first round pick. And then they, but they upgrade from Victor Oladipo's expiring contract to Larry Nance Jr. Who could play next to Bam in the front. You'll be a little undersized still, but Larry Nance, at least theoretically could play. Yeah. Better fit.
0: Um, Yeah. I like Nance. I mean, he's, he's a, he's such a okay complimentary player that he's been traded to everywhere from Portland, Cleveland, new orleans like he, he's he's already been a journeyman even in, in his relatively short career but he's smart he knows how to fit alongside pretty much anybody he's a great teammate everybody has nothing but great things to say about lance jr uh yeah i like it too. that's again sacrificing caleb but i understand
1: no no caleb victor okay no
0: oh, okay sorry yeah Oladipo. yeah it's victor. just old
1: depot and 18 straight up for nansen and a future first rounder yeah. And the other part I like about it, too, is you're upgrading at a spot because Victor Oladipo might not even play for you next year. And I, any yeah. team that trades for Victor Oladipo is probably waving and stretching them. Um, and then if you're the Pelicans, you get to add a new player now. Right. And you're trading a first-round pick. that doesn't really mean anything to you anyway, whether it's the Lakers or Milwaukee because you still have your own pick in 2024. And the Pelicans have a ton of these first-rounders. Uh, and you get off the Larry Nance contract if you're trying to do that. If you're the Pelicans, to kind of create some more flexibility to build around potentially Zion Williamson, as long as they don't trade him. Uh, and if you're the Heat, you get a guy who makes sense for your team. So I don't. And and you don't have to use this 18th pick, and you still so you maintain a future first rounder to use in any other kind of trade. So that's the kind of deal that makes sense to me, where you could do this and still trade for Damian Lillard. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing here that prohibits you from also doing the Lillard deal. Um. All right. Atlanta picks at number fifteen. I have them taking Keson Wallace. The trade is:
0: John Miami Collins. Heat
1: get John Collins.
0: No way! No way! You think you think they're looking to trade him? I can't. I mean, it's only been like four seasons of him being traded, so I mean, I'm curious. Anyway, they throw continue. Garrison
1: Matthews in the deal. Atlanta oh. gets uh, Duncan Robinson and Victor Oladipo's expiring. Um, Oof. we've we've talked about the John Collins thing enough. Everybody knows how I feel about that at this point. Here's my question to you um there's been some scuttle that the hawks have offered deandre hunter to the indiana pacers for the seventh pick the pacers are picking at seven i don't know that i would do that necessarily if i'm in indiana if depending on who's there if it's like a guy like taylor Hendricks, go knights like maybe i'd rather have him on a rookie scale than deandre hunter at 20 million dollars a year if you're miami at number 18, would you trade 18 for DeAndre Hunter? And for the record, I am not reporting that that is even on the table or that would be even enough for Atlanta. You're not getting the 15th pick from Atlanta. You're, it's just the number 18 pick for, and I, maybe Duncan Robinson for DeAndre Hunter. That would probably be the deal. Would you do that?
0: It would have to be the first of another move. Like you had to free up something. I mean, again, you're sacrificing, you're losing a lot of shooting there. You're probably going to lose out in Max Struis. I would say if that's the case, then you'd have to explore one of those other trades that we've talked about regarding Caleb Martin then. Because, again, I think there would be a redundancy at a pretty high cost as well. But, yeah, it's worth kicking the tires on.
1: Number 16 is Utah. We already did them for for trades Uh, in terms of who they pick. I have them taking Jet Howard here, which would be a blow to Uh the Miami Heat because we know that the Miami Heat would, of course, be interested in Jet Howard for obvious reasons. Um, beyond just the Jawan Howard connection. Also, the Jet Howard is a very good three-point shooter, movement shooter. Um, okay. Adam Spinella, this uh, Wednesday morning, broke it down really well. Just fits exactly what Miami's system is. And then, on top of that, Pat Riley talking about wanting length and versatility on the wing. That's what Jet Howard is. He's like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, can shoot. Um, there's there's potential there to add more to his offensive game. Um, so that would be a blow to Miami if Utah takes Jet Howard, but I think he also makes a lot of sense for them. The Lakers um, take Derek Lively the second. Here, um, who slides makes sense for them as a backup center. Uh, here's the trade: the Miami Heat get Mo Bamba, and the Lakers get Victor Oladipo and Haywood Highsmith.
0: I don't want to sacrifice Hayward Highsmith for Mo Bamba. You
1: know I, what? I, I, I know, I know, I know. You're kind of joking in saying that, but I agree no, I'm you.
0: not. I don't like Mo Bamba' as game at all. I I, I I think there's this idea. Between him and 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 bull bull, it's like oh these unicorns. It's like no, neither of them are ever going to be healthy enough to be actually be impactful, and, and that's just what happens when you have these extraordinary sizes. Like I know that no one's going to pass up on Victor Wembanyama. The Spurs are certainly not there, but I would not be surprised, and I hate even putting this out there into the fabric of the universe, but I can't, I cannot envision a world where he stays healthy for a prolonged amount of time.
1: Uh, he's expiring. So you get that, but I don't know. I don't love it. Couldn't think of anything else to the Lakers. Uh, most of their guys are free agents. So Malik Beasley? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I was, like, I was, I was trying. Like, it's hard to figure out salaries. Like, would you do DeAndre? Would you do Malik Beasley for Duncan Robinson? If I'm the Lakers, the idea of having somebody under contract long-term versus Beasley who team option one year left, maybe, but also maybe not. I don't know because I don't know what LeBron's going to do in a year. So I don't know. All right. Number 18, the Miami Heat. Take Marquette's own Olivier Maxence Prosper. I was sold on him by our friend Adam Spinella. I love the Marquette connection. Let's keep it going. If Jet Howard is not available, uh, I think this makes a lot of sense for Miami. There's some other names that the Heat, I think, would be interested in here. Uh, There is some potential for them to trade down like we talked about maybe to 20 with Houston, if a team like that is trying to move up. I think that's very much on the board, especially if Miami could pick up some other draft picks and and future assets that they can use in another deal. I think them moving down is possible, depending on how the board shakes out, obviously, by the time you get to number 18. But for the sake of this exercise, I really like the the fit of Olivier Maxence Prosper. Long wing, makes sense, kind of has that dog mentality that the Miami Heat love. Uh, That's who I have them taking here.
0: He's in the green room. Uh, reported yesterday mm. by Adrian Wojnarowski, I think that he's going to be uh, getting a spot in the green room for the NBA draft on Thursday. Uh, also, one of the players that Miami has brought in for a workout, so they've seen him. The you know that they're going to be keeping any response or feeling about that workout close to the vest. But obviously, once they bring you in for a workout, it's uh well they they think highly enough of you and whatever it is that you bring to the table. They'll do their due diligence. They've done their due diligence. If they're bringing you in, they've already checked what your personality is like. If you've got that dog mentality, they love that kind of work ethic. That's the kind of player they want. Um, you know, they did it with Tyler Hero. I don't think Nobody expected Tyler to be selected where he was, uh, but Miami had brought him in. They'd seen enough and they liked who he was as a player and as a person and expected that kind of growth from him. So yeah, all things point to prosper if he's available. And we've heard. Well, they never,
1: that. they never worked out Nikola Jovic. So I will say That's, that there's a lot of reports yeah. about who you work out and who you don't work out. The workout thing is a little overblown. It, it matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It, of course it matters, but it does. It doesn't mean that you're only going to draft players who you worked out either. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I, I agree with you. I think they really like uh, OMP. OMP. I don't know. We'll, we'll work on that if we have. No. Okay. Uh, a couple other names just to worth uh, just uh, monitoring uh, right around here. Brandon Podzimski. I know yeah. I'm ruining that. Uh, out of he's a wing out of Santa Clara. The heat like him, the heat also like Hame Jacques Jr. out of UCLA. So, just a couple other names there to keep an eye on. Thursday night, David, the draft is here. I know a lot, a lot mm. of our locked on co workers have been waiting for this day for a very long time. It feels like we literally just got here. We spent mm-hmm. two days talking about the draft. That's it. Everything else has been Damian Lillard
0: and Bradley two days Lillard. too many. <laughs> you hate the draft. Just, I just. I have no on idea brand. what's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. Nobody else. Like, That's again, the that is not fun that is you want not to fun. know okay, what's I, gonna happen why is that fun we know victor Wembanyama is gonna be number one we know that yeah and i already and i just went on a limb and said that he's probably not gonna be a productive player in five years i mean i, I just don't what? see it happen. yeah that guy's gonna get hurt he's gonna get beat up he's gonna he's been beat up already you he has, hate teenagers i can't like you I just do. don't like players that I, enter I, the league I, in the draft no, that is not true. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I have a problem with guys that are so unproven, and everybody's everybody's got this little. Oh, I can't wait and see the gamble prospect. It's who's ridiculous. the last prospect? He's not. First of all, he's not a gamble. He's playing in the he pro. Is East a gamble in France? He weighs one hundred and eighty-five pounds. Like that have guy? You seen is, him play? Yes, and I've seen him get knocked on his ass by people that are going to be much smaller and a lot less physical than the NBA. Who's the last?
1: prospect who you really liked lebron in the draft Jim. are you serious
0: maybe yeah I, you know me remember i remember having this argument with you and ben Golliver about zion williamson i'm right i, I think a lot of it's over saying, like zion's hella talented sure great whatever he's also a, you know problematic in is many really many ways the, lebron is the last prospect no, that sure you're convinced by i'm sure there i'm sure there were others i mean i just can't again i i LeBron get Anthony Davis when he was ugly. coming out of kentucky he was uh he's okay He's okay. He's okay. He, he's okay. I don't know. Like, I Anthony mean, are we like, no, no. We started hearing he things about him being a head case and stuff like that. that, that oh, so yeah, cool. yeah, I know. Uh,
1: wow, Anthony Bennett, no, yeah, yeah, you see, Do right. you
0: see, come on, I, I think there are. more. I, Victor
1: Webanyama is. I think there are Look,
0: more busts or players always, than busts. I hate the term At bust, number one, you just, very,
1: you don't really have busts at number one. Like, I don't even consider Zion a bust. I'm very high on Zion Williams. No, no, I would no. gamble on him I if that. I were a team. Not the Miami Heat. Okay. I don't think he's a fit here.
0: So but Bennett, Michael Candy, is that going too far? It's I, way I mean, too
1: far back. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, like recently.
0: Like, even since Anthony Bennett. There hasn't been a bust at number one. Who's were, were the last handful of number one picks? I can't even recall them off the top of my head. Cat, yeah, I guess he's okay.
1: Cats he's really got games, he's, he's a game change changer. The game. Change the game, change the game, man. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, you brought it up I before, did. I think. I think we did it a little bit. Come Thanks on. for making Locked on Heat your first listen every day. Thanks for making Locked Heat. Uh, every dayers, make sure to join us tonight after the draft when David and I will be breaking down. What the Heat do at number 18, and of course, uh, we will be reacting to any trades that go down. Draft night, it's a big surprise, and it is a pleasure for most people who like the NBA. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcast app. David, thanks for joining me.
0: Talk to you later. Absolutely, yeah.